welcome to Ruby's Roundup. This is uh, your host, El Capitan Ruiz, with the cons- my co-host, El Jacksonier, and you are tuned in to episode numero treso of the Ruiz Roundup. Uh, Jackson, I have to be honest with you, man. Uh, here we are. I, I, I don't know how we're allowed to keep doing this. They're, they're bringing us back, though. We're still on. We're still on. Episode three, going strong. But. Well, they're allowing us to uh, to keep going. So yeah. I'm going to give a quick shout out to the four of you guys who tuned in to our first couple. I um, <laughs> High five to us, but I'm pretty sure my mom probably created multiple spam accounts and <laughs> just adding herself on there just to make me feel a little better, I guess. And I signed autographs. I signed four. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I put that as a note. I had someone ask me <laughs> to sign their shirt. I was like, hold on, let me get my Sharpie first. Right? I got a little pen. But. Three of them were for my mom. <laughs> right. So um, anyways, we've got uh, a great show ahead of us today. We've got a couple of awesome guests yeah. in front of us. I actually, before we get into that, I have a, a bit of a special guest coming. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to make it all the way from Jamaica, but if you've been in my class, you know I have some uh, pretty uh, pretty amazing people that I'm akin uh, to. And in that process, uh, I'm not going to spoil it by giving his name, but I'm pretty excited to see if he can make it over. If he can't, well, at least see if we can get him on the phone yeah. and get some on kind air. of recording. Give him a so. call. But uh, today, I'll go ahead and let you introduce yeah. our guest. We today, have- we have two great people. We have Kara Friedaway. I did not say that. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I like it better. Oh, Let's just keep care of we'll, we'll stick with it. We'll stick with it. She's over our yearbook here at Consol, which honestly, each year gets better and better. Thank you. Uh, award after award. And then she's also an English teacher. So that is correct. Good. Thank you. And then we have Nathan Smith. Rulian. Rulian. <laughs> See, Kat told me. Anyway. Wrong names, but hey, Wrong here names. we go. We've got Nathan yeah, with yeah. us from cross country. But yes. So. Cross country captain, correct? Yes. All right, and so Miss Caraway's been with us for a few years. I've been here for ten now, and it's uh, we've been teammates and and uh, partners in crime in the English department for a while. So glad to have you here with Thank us. Thank you. And, Thanks uh, for having me. So we'll go ahead and get started. We're gonna we're gonna start off like we did last time and get our uh, student interview going. And so uh, I'll kind of come up with one of the first questions I thought of. You know, I have uh, Coach Tom Plates uh, with us this yeah. year, and. Um, and so, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about cross country. Let us know, like, you know, what are the day in, day outs? What do you, what do you guys yeah. take care of during the day and how, you know, a little bit about meets and things like that? Yeah, so cross country is, not a lot of people realize this, but it's like more of a year-round <laughs> sport. Um, we, like, technically we don't have meets uh, except for, like, August through November, but we're training pretty much year-round with the exception of, like, one or two weeks a year. And... So the way meets work is we have, like, a couple regular season meets. I think this year we had five. And then we go district. If you get top three at district as a team, then you advance to regionals. And if you get top four at regionals, you advance to state. And that's the way it works. And cross-country scoring is kind of different compared to most sports. It's you take your top five runners, and then you out of their place, and the lowest score wins. So the lowest possible score you can get is 15, and you're basically just trying to get the lowest score you can. So... You can have a really fast first runner, but if your fifth runner isn't up to par, then you're not going to run well as a team. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So uh, I I mentioned to Coach Tom Plank because I saw him on his bike, uh, I guess, a week or two ago as I was heading this way. And so you guys get out there pretty early in the morning to get that taken care of. Is most of your running done before school? Most of the running is done before school. Um, We start practice at 6.30, and we finish around 8, 8.15. But – some of us will, like, run in the afternoon sometimes, which is what we call, like, a double, just to, like, get in some more miles. 
So what, what's like the average yeah. distance? Like we, that's one of the things we had now. Is like what, what's the distance that you normally run for um, one of these? I would say around like six to seven miles for like the older guys, and then for like freshman uh, freshman guys, and then like the older girls probably around like five to six, and then the younger girls around like four to five. Okay. Mm. Well, I was uh, driving and watching y'all run, and I was tired. Like, I, so, I mean, I, I, it's I um, it's amazing to me that y'all get out I'm there not, and do I'm not that. even awake by the time y'all finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in bed by eight. Right. So, uh, a little bit about uh, a little bit about like uh, dieting. Is there like a certain you know? Do y'all have to have a certain amount of like water intake or different things? Do y'all take stuff for cramping, like running that much? Like, is there certain things y'all need to do to keep your body up to Yeah, to a part? lot of us will take, like, electrolytes, like, right after we run. So, like, um, for me, I always, like, I have a bottle of Gatorade with me, like, right after practice, and I just, like, chug it. So, like, because we sweat a lot, so, like, to replace, like, all the sweat that we lose, like, all the salt we lose from the sweat, we drink uh, Gatorade to help, like, replenish it. And then we don't really have, like, a specific diet, but a lot of the guys on the team are very, like, diet conscious and, like, We'll, like, we'll enjoy ourselves sometimes, but, like, we know, like, hey, I already ate out yesterday, so I should probably, like, eat, eat better today. today. Yeah. 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 Or, then, like, thinking ahead, too. Uh-huh. Like, if I am if I know I'm going to be running tomorrow, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, eat that wanna, type of yes, food. Don't yeah. want to go through the Taco Bell drive-thru <laughs> at 2 in the morning. Explosion and, on the way back to yeah. school. We're and good. then we also had a group chat for, like, a couple of the guys who were, like, uh for like the varsity guys and we were just like we would just like send each other like hey i ate this today i ate that today and like anytime we ate bad food we'd send each other pictures and just like mess with each other about it so it's kind of like we like there's not a set diet but we pressure each other to like eat well so that way we can run well so outside of cross country what what are your hobbies like i mean running is probably one Uh of them but outside of that what else do you do like what's a typical weekend for nathan a weekend yeah Saturday. Um, I like to watch football on Saturdays. Uh, like after morning practice, I'll probably go home and like take a nap. Um, but outside of cross country, I'm also in orchestra and science school, and then nice. I also play uh, piano at my church on Sundays. Yeah, that's so. really, cool. really nice. Yeah. Jack of all trades here. Uh, well, that was really it, man. Like I appreciate you giving us an opportunity to look into the life of cross yeah. country. You know, yeah. I mean, I see you guys all the time, and I know the coaches you've had and coached this year with Coach mm-hmm. Tom Plate and. And uh, you know, I'm very impressed with what y'all do. Y'all do a great job of not only um, representing our school yeah. well, but also with uh, with taking care of business yeah. both in and out of the classroom. Yeah. So Thank you. That's always yeah. awesome to hear. So we're going to finish out with one final question. And uh, that question is, what is your favorite dessert and where should we go get that in town? If you... I know that's kind of a crazy question after, uh-huh. you know, talking about dieting and all that. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, there has to be something that, that's a go-to for you. Dessert... I don't really eat too much dessert, but if I will get something sweet, it'll probably either be like milk tea or uh, or like ice cream. And for ice cream, I typically go to like farmhouse, mm-hmm. and then milk tea, I'd go to like kung fu tea. I don't usually eat dessert. That is not something you will normally hear me say <laughs> unless I'm repeating Nathan from cross country. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Nathan, I appreciate you being with us, man, and uh, look forward to it. Like, y'all are getting ready for district coming up. Is yes, that correct? Yes, we have it in two and a half weeks, I believe. That's awesome. Well, that's good great. luck to you guys. We'll definitely be pulling for you all, and uh, and that that is uh, that's it with this segment. So, all right. Yeah, thank you. We're going to move directly into our food zone. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... Uh, Last week, we uh, were able to uh, talk a little bit about insomnia, the, uh, the cookie place. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, our, our show technically dropped today, and I yeah. had someone surprise me with an insomnia cookie today. <laughs> so 
You know, maybe uh, that might be uh, pushed over. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. I don't know if we want to start growing sideways. Uh, I'd like to get taller. I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get <laughs> wider. But um, anyway, so our food uh, our food choice for this week is, uh, and I, I sat back and I was like, we have all these new restaurants coming. And we had several that just opened up recently. And I, I think I was most excited for Gringos. Um, I, I We went to, we go to, uh, to Houston for Kyle's soccer. And we were there for a tournament one weekend. And I was like, look, there's a two-hour wait. But it's always like this. Let's just check it out and, uh, and see what it's like. And, man, I can tell you right now, the one that I had in, uh, not Conroe, it was uh, in Cyprus, was um, like the Monterey chicken. I have never had chicken as good. Like that chicken breast was, uh-huh. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> And so when they finally opened it up here, I was like stoked for it. And then I got, uh, you know, one of my birthdays was last week and I got an email for a free dessert. So now it's just an extra excuse to get over there. (laughs) And so uh, have any of y'all had a chance to check out Gringos here in town just yet? Uh, well, I was going to say, ask me in 10 years when I can actually get in to have <laughs> food there. Well, I'll tell you what, I found a trick. This may, this may help all of our listeners, all five of you now as well. Um, but we, uh, I had, uh, so when we went to the one in Houston, the girl said, look, why don't you just come check in and then we'll text you and you have 15 minutes to get back. Well, it's Houston. I'm not going to go anywhere in 15 yeah, minutes. I'm not taking, but here, like I seriously take live like home. five minutes yeah. from it. So when we took a big family, uh, we went for, I don't remember, one of my kids' birthdays or something. I'm not sure, um, but we went, and I just went and checked in for 12 people because you you can actually do it online yeah, and get on the wait list, but they it only holds to 10. So I put in for 10, called. She said, I'll put you down for 12 as long as you check in. with I think it was like 15 minutes or so. Yeah. So you go check in, then you're set, and they will text you whenever your table is ready. Wow. So I knew we were trying to eat around 2, so I went up there at noon, and the wait was – we were at two, two hours. hours, and so I was like, "Hey, I know at two o'clock I'm gonna be eating good." So, <laughs> but uh, man, I mean, I know like all my family members that went that trip with us. Man, there everyone got something different, and everyone loved what they had. So, you know, shout out to Gringos. Oh, that's uh, an excellent. Yeah. Gringos, an excellent sponsor. We know, had we a similar experience. We always ate there when we would go with soccer, mm-hmm. soccer, it's not basketball. Houston if you don't eat yeah, there. <laughs> right. right. Did yeah, you go to so. Houston or very excited did about you go to being Brian? Here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's so many new places coming. It's nice to know that they're not just bringing in places to have here. You know, like it's actually pretty good food that we're going to get. Mm -hmm. So that's always a plus in town, especially with uh, so many students. I think we just saw A&M's like enrollment topped over. was like 74,000. I mean, it's It's crazy, right? So we need as many places we can get into just so we don't have (laughs) two and three hour ways. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So that's it, man. If you get a chance, get out to Gringo's. And if you hear this. Um, you know, maybe you take a snippet of our conversation here and share it with them and let them know we always like sponsors. <laughs> All right, here we go. So we're going to move into our next segment. We have our teacher interview. Um, <clears throat> we had uh, Jackson uh, introduced Mrs. Freda <laughs> Caraway. <laughs> Listen, well, we're back to the I boring was name like now. Mrs. Caraway, and I was like, Caraway. It's fine. We'll get That's it on pretty awesome. So that I, I makes agree. it official once it's on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've uh, I've had a chance to know you. Uh, obviously, you're a great person, a great teacher. The kids Thank absolutely you. love having you in class. And so, um, some of the questions I had down. First one is, like, let us know how long have you been at, at Consol with us. So this is my 15th year at Consol, and um, I had maybe six or seven years before that that I was a teacher, but they were all before I had children. So I sure. took 12 years off. After my first six years, stayed at home with a mommy, and then I came back here in 2009 or 8-ish. Well, that's awesome. So, 
That's really cool. So, so we've been, like I said, this is my 10th year here and I've been with you since we got here. And Mm -hmm. one of the coolest things, like I know you do a great job in your classroom, but it seems like your pride and joy has also always been your book. And, you know, I made the comment when we were pulling names of like who we wanted to get in. And, you know, as soon as I, I had your name on the list, like one of the first things I put down was like, I seriously put proud of your book every year. It seems like we're winning all sorts of awards. And Ooh, so you. you guys do an absolutely amazing job. So Thanks. if you can tell us about that, like how does your book run and then the awards y'all have gotten? Oh, well, I'm super glad you asked about your book because I do think that it's such a behind the scenes activity oh, yes. yeah. that in, in May we just magically have a book. Mm-hmm. And everybody expects it they to be here, and yeah. um, and it's always g- good. Thank you, but that's to my students' credit, not mine. But um, <laughs> I do think that they deserve a lot more um, recognition for that because they work so sure. hard. And I always think and about it everywhere. like this: they're yes. at every sporting event, every club, like all the cameras. So um, but the 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 question I always ask people because, of course, when the yearbook comes out, people find the mistakes and the errors, mm-hmm. and um, I. I try to tell everybody, think about if you had to print all of your homework from any from all of your classes sure. and publish them and let everyone see every, everything you did in your algebra class or your history class yeah. or your science. We, we, they print the work that they do and publish it for the entire school to look at, for the community to look mm-hmm. at. And so it's, it's quite a feat and it is something that I think people don't realize students are doing. Um, I mean, it's an actual yeah. class. They get yeah. a grade It's for a it. class. <laughs> they yeah. get a grade and they get real world skills. Yeah. The, the best part of the class is that they get skills with interacting with other people, uh, budgeting and <clears throat> setting a schedule, keeping a deadline, um, writing, using Photoshop, using a camera, using InDesign to make layouts. There are the list of skills that they leave that class with goes on and on and on. And at the end, there's this nice, beautiful, beautiful prize <laughs> for everybody to look at. Well, I like how you said that, too, because you're right. Like, it's so behind the scenes. Like, we see the uh, the your students taking the pictures, right? We, we see them everywhere. But that that's just... Just Part one tiny yeah. little piece of it. There's so much that goes into it. So their hard work and dedication usually isn't seen until that book is out. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, a lot of times the first thing the that's going to be thing. noticed is not how great it is. Sometimes mm-hmm. people look for, okay, hey, like my name is misspelled or something, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. that's unfortunate because mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into it. And you guys mm-hmm. do such a great job with it that, yeah. you know, hopefully people realize like, okay, I can't focus on the negatives. There's not a whole right. lot I can change about it. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's enjoy the well, big one, piece. We do. Printed, huh? Yeah, it's <laughs> printed. What are we... Oh, everyone bring it back. We're going to hand right in yeah. this child's name. And, and they do. I have had requests from parents, like, could we get this reprinted? Um, and what they don't understand is they print six or well, they print 700. The year, it's, yeah. Part of it is printed every time we have a deadline. That's so right. in by November, certain pages are already printed. Yeah, they just then, sit and, so, and we do. We edit them three times before they ever get printed. So if we miss a mistake, it is not because we haven't tried to catch sure, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then there are certain things that we can't go back and change because they got printed in November or January and um, but we do have to at the end of the year say sometimes we can't reprint the like I had a, a parent who was like well if, if the parents raised the money could we get more printed because 2020 what actually happened was we ran out because at the time that I usually add more to I look at how many we've sold and I add more in case we 
run out that year we couldn't do that because the plants all closed down and so that year we had fewer books Mm -hmm. and we sold out and so some parents wanted to buy some more and they volunteered to raise money to to pay for it and when i told them that's like 65 to eighty thousand (laughs) dollars to reprint them and that they will only print a certain number um that became less of a that was the centennial book right no, the, I, I think the Centennial book was ahead by a century. Okay. So that, that was, was 2021 with, the, with all of the, the colors. Yes, yes, and they had the trolls and the fold out. Yeah, so but that thank you for highlighting the hard work that goes into yeah, that and, because of course, the students work very hard. And they write every single word. Sure. It's yeah. a writing class as much as it is anything else. So. I mean, it's truly a yearbook made by kids. Like, yes. It's not yes. by students. It's I, not they you do the sitting work. behind the computer. Yes. And and I and and you know we start we went off on how you know there there are mistakes you brought that up but the truth is like overall there's not many and there, it's it's been you know every year it's absolutely Thank amazing you. so I know that yeah. you know the, the students the faculty and families they they do love the the work that you guys put out and I'm just glad we were able to talk about that because a Me lot too. of people really don't get get a chance to see how hard they work and. Kind of the same when it goes to cross country, yeah. you know. I'm lucky because I y'all kind of run through our area, so I see you as we're coming <laughs> yeah. through, and, and it's kind of funny. I sometimes I'll see the CSHS kids as they're running, and their coaches are stopping the traffic, you know, as they're getting ready to go through because they're running right before the craziness happens with school, right. and and so it's like you can tell the timing is just right to make yeah. sure they're not holding anyone up, and and uh, so again, I know y'all do a great job out there, and and I appreciate everything you do. Well, so you. we're not thank done you. with you yet, ju- just oh, yet, right? I have uh, we're gonna move into something a little little bit different um first uh, first part of it is um you had two of your your two children come through consolve with you and so tell us about that experience and, and what that was like having your kids on campus it was i loved having my children on campus um they i think they enjoyed it too um their names were tori and burl still are also um, <laughs> <laughs> but they I think they enjoyed it because I fed them a lot. Um, A lot of times they'd come by and ask for food or money or for me to sign this thing that everybody else had to get signed at home. Um, So that was handy. But they also didn't, you know, maybe love it when all their teachers could come straight to me (laughs) to tell me whatever they were not. Just knowing your two kids, I'm sure that wasn't often unless they were just joking around. Well, you know, Burl with his baseball buddies in a single class (laughs) can, you know, can sometimes cause me Sure. And and I I had the luxury of having both uh, Zach and Kate here with me. So I, I got a chance to go through that as well, and it's special. You know, it, it makes it, it makes school a little better. You it know, does. I mean, it's, it's nice knowing that they're right here, and mm-hmm. it's I nice knowing them. that my closet will be raided whenever they need something to eat <laughs> or drink. But it, it gave me extra chances to see them through the day where I, that's something not something that I would normally have. So it, that was really cool. So, mm-hmm. um, so kind of staying along those lines, like you had uh, both your kids went and played college ball. They right? did. Yes, yeah. they got all their athletic ability from me. <laughs> no, actually, that. Um, but yeah, they did. They. My daughter went to Southwestern University and played basketball and ran track, and um, also double majored. And um, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, <laughs> but she. Uh, but and then my son played baseball at Dallas Baptist University. Right. So. So, well, like, what was the recruiting process? How does that? For Tori, it was different because at a, a Division three school like Southwestern, you do not get a, an athletic scholarship mm-hmm. at all. So you're recruited f- purely for to play the sport. Sure. And if you can afford to go there, <laughs> you got to get some scholarships otherwise. Yeah. Um, so she was 
not a freak of nature. She was a really good, hardworking basketball player who made really, really good grades. And so she was a perfect candidate to play at a school like Southwestern. Um, and so she had some options, some smaller schools like that uh, with really high academic um, reputations. And so uh, so those coaches just talked to her about you know, coming and playing, and, and that was a pretty easy, simple process for her. Um, for Burl, it was a little more complicated because uh, he did get recruited by Division One schools, mm-hmm. which involves scholarships um, for athletics. And But we were kind of lucky. I guess he wouldn't say this was lucky, but I would say we were lucky because he was a bit of a late bloomer as a, as a really good athlete. Mm-hmm. No, I take that <clears> back. He was a, good, a really good athlete as a – an outstanding baseball like recruit, he was really not making uh, making waves like that until his right before his senior year, <clears throat> because he came in smaller um, uh, as a freshman, mm-hmm. and big schools like that usually recruit sophomores, oh, yeah, and so he didn't <clears throat> get taller and bigger and stronger and throwing harder until his junior and senior year. So we missed out on a lot of the like hoopla of being recruited by Division One school. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's professional baseball. So he did, as, <laughs> as we say, a late bloomer. He like really bloomed, um, and so now he plays for the Chicago Cubs aff- affiliations. Mm-hmm. He has not made it into the major leagues yet, but he is. Uh, he has. He last played for double a um and that's their affiliate in tennessee working that way mm-hmm. he, so he did actually y'all have, sorry to interrupt but did y'all have like a watch party or anything for we did the draft? we like, did so cool. well part awesome. so much of his he he had a year between his sophomore and junior year uh, where he also played for team usa which mm-hmm. was a very that. great yeah, honor awesome. and during that year he started being really recruited uh, I don't want to say recruited by, but because that process for the the teams comes later. But agents began to approach <coughs> okay, him, yeah, and that sure. was really just out <coughs> of the blue for us. We had no idea how to like manage that. So that really helped a lot when he found just the right person, just the right two people actually to sort of help him through that process. Um, then we had good information from them about where they thought he was going to go about where he, there were, there was talk that he might go in the first round. Um, he ended up going early-ish in the second round, but it was that 2020 year when they had, they normally had 40 rounds and they yeah. like Squeeze deleted all but yeah. five. Yeah. And so it was an honor at all to even get yeah, drafted that year that. at all. So um, he, he was drafted at 51 and we did have a party, but we, we invited minimal people because first of all, it was COVID, it was 2020 and it was also, um, we weren't sure. Yeah, so <laughs> have all of these right? people and all of this food, and then it'd be like, wah, wah. Right. So, but it was a great time. So yes. fun. The cheer that went up when his name was announced, when yeah, they said, and cool. Chicago Cubs and broke your way, and just to like other people do I'm that pretty well. sure that's you could really hear neat. it across the golf course from our house. Like, <laughs> it was very fun. Cool. Thank you for asking about that. Well, moving from baseball, but still with Consol, I guess overall, you've been here for. Over well over ten years. So favorite memory at Consol that you've had? Hmm. Well, I was I could have said my kids' graduations, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say um, because that that we just got to talk about them. Um, I'm going to go to yearbook, and I'm going to say um, one of my goals when I took over yearbook about 13-ish years ago, was to win a, a, bron- a bronze, gold, or silver star at ILPC, which is the evaluation that we um, attend uh, every year. And <clears throat> we had never won one. And so uh, a few years ago, a book 
a book called Resurface, which was the, the first one that was nominated for a star, which is what it's called, a, a star by ILPC, um, was nominated and won a bronze star. Now, we still want to win a silver and we still want to win a gold, <laughs> but um, that was just a goal I set for my, no, myself yeah, and my was, students, yeah, and they awesome, achieved awesome. it. So that was a favorite memory. Well, that's uh, that's kind of all we had for our uh, two interviews. I, I did. Uh, we're going to jump into our advice column real quick, and um, yeah, I won't spend too much time on it. Um, but our advice for this this week is: uh, let me see if I can do this correctly. I was trying to do some rhyming. I put, "Don't wait until it's too late. Don't procrastinate." That sounded really cool when I was first typing it up, and I was thinking about it. And now it's like. Shut up, dude. Here's the deal. I procrastinated to the last minute to get this down. And so I was trying to come up with some advice. And then now you know a little about your coach here, right? I, it, it was last minute. Don't, but uh, don't, don't, procrastinate. don't procrastinate. Then you're you're sitting around waiting and trying to rush to get things done and, and taken care of. So um, our last little segment that we're going to do together here is uh, one we like to call Toby's Corner, <laughs> right? And so this is where we like to, to ask our guests. Um, if, if you have a true story or, you know, something that uh, you've heard from others or something to do with Toby, um, if you had a chance to catch my episode, I, I gave my big one. I've been here. I mean, I was here Sunday evening. Um, actually, Mr. Pratt brought the fact about the lines on the on the board. And it's really crazy because I was here Sunday night and I was actually up here to almost 845 trying to get things ready to go. I knew this week was going to be crazy. And. I had everything set on my screen, like there was nothing, right? And so I leave, printouts are done, my screen is set, I walk in, I'm clicking, I'm ready to roll. And I get in the next morning, I'm rushing, trying to get over from soccer, I just changed and I get in with two minutes left of the bell and just trying to you know, compose myself to get ready and I just kind of look over and I realize it's not on the same place where I left it. And not only is it not on there, but it's also got like it, it seriously looks like four fingers across here and then like mm-hmm. random just little and, marks and you say custodial cleaned it because it's mm-hmm. a sunday night so here's no, so this my is uber arrived me. i'm out okay <laughs> right, <I'm gone>. See <laughs> you. but here, here's what i hear okay so so one of the kids who came in and they saw me like reacting to it and i'm sitting there thinking okay what happened right um one of them said coach burton mentioned that we've had a lot of flies like they're just yeah. randomly like around yes. town or whatever we so have. maybe one of the flies like hit because it's light and the lights are off right so maybe they're attracted to the light and so they're hitting i'm like i don't i'm, I'm not maybe we can ask children's know. you know for our for our episode when we have children's on but um are, are flies like moths and they're attracted to light that way to where they would just run into it over and over to make marks or were there four of them hanging out and dancing and then go across like why was there four in unison, in unison across my down. board, you no, know, so I, I don't, I don't know. It's but. way too Freddy Krueger for me. <laughs> right. So uh, we'll, we'll start with Nathan. Have you ever heard, like, what's, what's any kind of story you've ever heard with, uh, when it comes well, to Well, hang on. Before we start, if you, if this is your first time tuning in with the Ruiz Roundup backstory, Toby is the school ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yes. you didn't know that. Now I didn't you know that. And in our first episode, yeah, so even that, like, when Mr. Pratt even said it's not even like a person type ghost, it was a... What do you say, uh, chupacabra, chupacabra thing? Chupacabra right? So, thing. yeah, so that went back to the the sewage treatment plant that we had yeah. here. But um, and so uh, honestly, when you just kind of react like that, right? Have you, you've never heard <laughs> you've never, of Toby? You didn't I know? haven't actually. Man, that's really? crazy! No. Wow! Wow! Well, how about you? It's coming uh, for you now. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what. <laughs> so I, we're, now y'all need to have like a, con- a cross country district like <laughs> stay night over and stay the night over. Have like a big end of the year party mm-hmm. and wait for Toby to come out and hang out with you in the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we did. 
having <laughs> no lock-ins. Y'all's lock-ins before. We were planning on having one, but we just no, never got around to do it. Do it at someone's house. So, oh, I mean, I, so I brought up Sunday, and like I seriously walked in, and I, I'm walking towards my room. There was one other vehicle out in the parking lot, and I was in the cafeteria area. And so as I start going through, like I hear doors closing, but they're coming from my hallway, and there's no one on my hallway. That vehicle was not. That teacher is upstairs. I know. I mean, I recognize the car. And so when I heard that door, I was. I looked down there. All the lights were on. Uh, okay, I'm yeah. here, and I have to get this done, so I'm going. And it just kind of goes out of your mind until you're in your room, and there's no lights on out there, and all of a sudden you hear other things. Because I've heard even, like, lockers close and slam. So I, I've heard a locker close in our locker before, <laughs> and I was the nope, only person nope, in nope, there. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right, all right, Miss Caraway, do you have anything on? Well, I have two. I have talked so much. I'll try to make it <laughs> no, you're fast. Fine. No, you're um, fine. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a couple of things. One, uh, the yearbook lab used to actually be downstairs here, like down here in this hallway, mm-hmm. which if you're on a podcast, you don't know where that is. But um, <laughs> but this is kind of the hallway that's sort of where he's known for mm-hmm. being most. And so we we would have like – Things go a little bit awry in the in the yearbook lab when it was down here. But I was only down here for one year before we moved to the yearbook lab upstairs. <clears throat> and what I do think we took with us is a technology poltergeist of some sort. And he may be named Toby. I don't know. But he does whatever he wants to with our technology. We will log in and everything we did the day before will just be different. Or um, I, Mr. Ponder, our technology, our IT guy comes in and he tells me like the things that have happened in this lab are nowhere else. These are not happening on any other computers. The 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 software will change or the accessibility will change. And it, it's just always something funny with the technology. I don't know. I just, he just likes to mess with us. Um, and so right. <laughs> he got left out. Yeah. That's right. We'll cover him. We'll put a spread in the air about Toby. And then, he deserves a feature. Um, he does deserve a feature. My other one is a student in my class last year who had never heard that there was a Toby ghost. Uh, found out about him right before my class one day because her she was trying to print something and the printer in the library went crazy and just like shot out a whole bunch of things that she had not printed and it wasn't anything of hers and it was just like flying out at her like <laughs> ghost style I guess and someone said oh it's probably Toby well they didn't realize that she is morbidly afraid of ghosts and so she's comes to my class crying and bawling and just screaming and and, and inconsolably. And um, I finally got her calmed down, and she was like, but it's, it's my paper. She was trying to print a paper for my class, but, like, Toby obviously missed that up. <laughs> so, um, That's the thing with my dog and my homework. So <laughs> I finally <laughs> – that's better than my dog yeah, made it, right? Only I can solve. So I finally got her calmed down, and um, it just so happened that another story for another day, there was an orange on top of my projector that day. And in the middle of the class, it just fell off right on her desk. It just, bam, like right on her desk. And, of course, scared her and sent her back into hysterics. Um, Again, into inconsolable hysterics. But um, I think he was just sitting up there just kind of flicked Watch this. Watch this. recording. Yeah. Oh, she thought she was just afraid of me. Uh, so those are my Toby tales. <laughs> right? Well, I appreciate that. It's you know the the whole Toby thing. Like you get to hear so many different stories. You yeah. know, there's some haven't heard at all, and then others have some really cool things that that have happened. So 
I appreciate that. And so um, with that, like we have finished up with uh, episode number three. Before we finish, though, I do want to give a couple of shout outs because, um, you know, without um, without the AMCHS AVP as well as Mr. Gotti, um, you know, they're doing some amazing yeah. work, not just with the Ruiz Roundup. Like I'm very grateful to be able to be here um, and, and go through this process. But if you go to AMCHS AVP's YouTube page, and you go through and see all the cool things that they're doing, great. man. It is really awesome. Like not just Tiger Lion. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's so many things. Like last year, I had actually before I even got to do the Ruiz Roundup um, for for Tigerland, I had the chance to be out on the football field, and I got to call one of the games like an ESPN announcer, and you know, I, I was like really waiting for ESPN to call me. So Fox, <laughs> someone, you know, give me a chance. Like uh, I know Show you could. Up. It was kind of crazy because it was really windy, so you could barely hear it. And I was like, it's probably good because I. I was like doing my best to try to go through their names, and uh, it, it was like actually really silly. Like, I, I hope we get to do it again at some. I don't know if he's over there, but we. Uh, so I went through and I was like, "Hey, there's so and so just ran the ball. Please go follow him on Twitter at blah blah blah." <laughs> as of right now, he just has his mom, grandma, and two little sisters who are following. You know, so it was really cool funny. and funny. We got, but I actually got to plug yeah. in, and so you know, a couple of them like, "Dude, I got like four or five followers after a game." I was like, there are only four people listening, so they all went and got you. So a big shout out to those uh, to our AMC. CHS AVP kids as well as Mr. Gotti thank you guys for everything you're doing you've got some amazing content and we appreciate everything you do for us um, and also top notch I'd like to uh, you know go back over those four or five new followers we have make yes. sure that you are sharing our, sharing content. our content we can't make it big without you and if guys. you're not following follow AMCHS AVP on Instagram that's right Twitter, Facebook MySpace uh, what else do y'all use old people yeah, well, uh, Vine, bro. Vine. 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 Okay. Yes. TikTok. TikTok. I was going to say. See, but that's TikTok. it. No one we watches TikTok. TikTok. If you want to get the, the real one, the actual good app, you need to go find the TalkTik. That's the gangster version of it. You wouldn't know anything <laughs> about that, bro. All right, here we go. So, again, don't forget, pass along our information, get our podcast getting out there because – you know, we need sponsors. I, I had to buy our water today, and now I'm four bucks, you know, four anyway, so here we go. Um, but you never know. Maybe we can grab Pay us a back. sponsor, and we can come through, and maybe we can even have some uh, – my mom's calling me. Um, maybe we can have <laughs> some uh, – let's see. Let's, we're going to answer. What's up, Madre? We're in the middle of filming Ruiz Roundup. What can I do for you? She wants to know if the, she can take the kids to get Chick-fil-A, folks. Uh, we're going to say, we'll just say yes. It's Jackson. It's Jackson. All right. You'll be on uh, episode number three. Keep yes. your eye out. Make sure you share that. And thanks for creating those spam accounts so we have more followers. I, pre I appreciate you. All right. Love you. Yes. We'll talk to you in a bit. Yes. Okay. All right. Bye. All right, Jackson, you have anything else for our listeners before we head out? I know you had someone you wanted to talk about with the... Uh, was it not oh. homecoming? Right? Oh or yes, what? homecoming is next. Is was last week? No, it was, no. Yeah, homecoming was last week. It oh, was, that's right. It was really good. <laughs> um, but going back to sponsorship. So tell us a little bit about then. It was, it was great. <laughs> the, I mean, what was it, the dance like? Was there the a lot gym, of people to show it was up? Different in the gym. Was it a starry it was, night? It was. We it was starry. That's right. All right. the balloons. They had lots of balloons. Gold. Like. Did they have the retractable where we pulled the open to the top so we could see the stars during okay. the dance? Right, we're okay. We're on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're in our gym. Like, <laughs> That's the same rumor as the one where the gym floor opens and there's a pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We started swimming. Out. All those happened. <laughs> in the All right. Well, again, yeah. I appreciate you guys tuning in. This was episode number three. 
And uh, that thanks again. You've uh, you tuned in to the episode number three of Ruiz <laughs> Roundup. <laughs>